think you know there are more people like us more reasonable and stuff like that i'm not saying that hold our exact beliefs but are reasonable yeah and like in the in that middle spectrum and that's what i'm trying to attack right the, that's what mm-hmm. we're trying to get at who we're trying to get at that's our our audience and if anybody on the far right and on the far left want to listen and, and tune in and engage with us that's great but here's the thing i don't care if you are far right or far left i mean i do care don't get me wrong <laughs> but if, if those are your positions and you're far right and you're racist and all this stuff and then you're over here and you're far left and you're whatever uh Locust. you know you're you know, communists and, and, and <laughs> you know, authoritarian, socialists, all that stuff, then that's fine. Come in. Let's talk and let me convince you. Like, let's let's talk about these things that you're believing and let's get to good arguments and data, just like Daryl Davis did, like yeah. with getting to know people and yeah. realizing, hey, we have some of the same interests. Oh, hey, you know what? Actually, any assumptions and ideas that you had based off of my skin is iron is stupid because just like daryl davidson said and i have i have actually thought of this before i ever heard daryl davidson say, say this and i said you know thinking about people who are racist white people uh, in the south back in the day and just everywhere would say oh well black people um black men are, are criminals like all black men label them like that right because they make up most of the crime right and uh they'd be like okay well that all white male men are serial killers because like literally that's what 90 percent of all serial killers yeah. are white male men <laughs> well man and we'll get like we'll get into it with the whole uh sarah everard thing but yeah. the, co- the comments that some of these random people like these randos make about what should be done or the lack of things being done like i i was watching it when i was re- like uh, recording and then editing the the clips and i was just mm-hmm. like i was like this this is what how far people think like i i mean we'll get into it obviously but man yeah. I, I couldn't help but just be like god like uh like it's it's let's like let's get into it let's mm, get into it all right well let's do it let's start it what's up everybody welcome to episode four of the underground uh i'm back here today with joseph um i don't know man i think this one might get us in some trouble <laughs> Yeah, I think the first three will do that. Uh, bro, well. bro, I'm telling you. I, this one's really going to get us in trouble. I was, the Dr. Seuss one, I, I, I this happens uh, a lot. And I think eventually this, the, the, the thought of this will go away. But I, I went, should I post that Dr. Seuss one? It's like 35 minutes. And so I went, well, no one's going to get to a point in that where they're actually like pissed at anything we said anyway. They'll probably just go, oh, they're nuts and then move on. Um, <laughs> So I just posted it. I'm like, I don't even care anymore, man. And, and I, I went back and watched it just to make sure because I was like, am I remembering what we talked about correctly? And I, I think we were pretty much spot on with everything. It's just, it's like that thing you sent me where uh, on on Twitter today where it's like uh, a picture of um, uh, the Chinese man and then uh, Megan the Stallion. And it's like, so you're telling me that that this caricature, this caricature of an Asian man uh, is more offensive than Megan Stallion spreading her butt cheeks. <laughs> it's working on that. Yeah. It's just like, uh, oh, I don't know, you know, and I, I think it's, it's something that we do. I, I think we actually do a really good job of, um, uh, kind of st- staying on the line of, yes, we have our opinions about things, but we really just want you guys to know this information. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think we, we actually do a pretty good job of that. Yeah. We want to point out the manipulation and then let you form your own opinion from that. We may, we may obviously give our opinions and our thoughts 
Um, but the goal is to not necessarily give our opinions and our thoughts. It's to just point out the manipulation that's going on in the media and in culture and elsewhere like that. And just harmful things coming in. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, you watch the trailer for without remorse. Oh yeah, I did the new Michael that B. One. Jordan film that yeah. comes out. I can't wait. I, hope good. I, I think it is yeah. going to be good. I hope, I hope it's good too, because, um, there really hasn't been much. I, I I put in the show notes for next week that we talk about the Oscars a little bit. Um, okay. The list sucks. Yeah. I there's That's like actually kind of not surprising because there hasn't really been any good movies that yeah came out both foreign wise and domestically, especially domestically. I um there was one on there I haven't seen that was an Amazon film about a guy who's a drummer in a metal band that's starting to go deaf. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I yeah, I do want to watch. I want to watch that one. I want to see what else is on that list. I know um, Judas and the Black Messiah is on there. Uh, it was okay. Uh, it's not even the content that's a problem. I know, like a lot of people go, "Oh, you just, you don't understand." It's like, no, I understand. And the FBI does suck, and that entire situation was awful. Um, and if you want to see a movie that sort of embodies generally how I feel about how terrible the government can be. It's actually a great movie for that. It's not on HBO yeah. Max anymore. Um so you'll have to like rent it or wait for it to come out uh cuz uh, today is Monday the 15th, 15th. So the 14th was the last day that it was on uh on there. Um it's just, it's just it's kind of all of my problems are more of the like editing and the way that they tell the story. It's just sort mm-hmm. of choppy, and they. I think they're they're trying to balance following the two uh, leads, and they just don't do a very good job of it. They spend mm-hmm. more time with one of them than the other, and it it just never it, it never feels right. yeah the flow just doesn't feel feel quite right. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean it's like yeah, a, I remember six or I remember seven. Thinking the same thing for the Amazing Spider Man when that first movie came out. I thought it was good and everything. Was it yeah. the first one or the second one where Gwen died? Second one. Second one. I don't know. One of them I felt that way. I think it was the first one to where it was choppy and it didn't seem like it flowed how it should. It was like all of a sudden we're here and then we're there. Yeah. And yeah. then we're here. Then we're there. <laughs> um, um but no, about about Judas and the Messiah, I, I see where you're coming from. I watched a movie uh one of the movies that's gonna I think it's nominated for an Oscar, at least maybe it was for a Golden Globe, but it, I don't know what the name of the movie is, but it's basically about this uh woman who acts like she goes to clubs and bars acting oh, like she's drunk, uh, but she's not oh my gosh something young promising young woman yeah promising young woman yes and kayla wanted to watch this with me you should she was you, in california and i watched it, it. <laughs> yeah you, i watched it what did you she's think? not gonna she, she's not gonna she like not it listen she <laughs> probably <laughs> would, she probably won't like it i, I mean i don't want to spoil yeah. anything for anyone who hasn't seen it but it, it has like i don't want to call the ending brave but the ending has some balls, for sure. Yes. I wasn't expecting that. I will say they I, took me, they took me by surprise with that. I wasn't. I picked up on it like right before the ending happened. Like right before that happened, I picked up like, oh, this is about the yeah. This is what's about to happen. Yeah. Like something. And um, but um, I, I know Caleb. I don't know if Kayla will hear me say this or not, but yeah, so I watched it and I thought it was, I thought it was better than what I expected it was going to be. I yeah. will say that, which I don't is, think it's like the most amazing movie ever. No. You know, you know, it was a solid three star movie. I don't think it's like a four star, but it's not a two star either. I think three star is a good solid movie that I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, 
if I would have went and spent money on this, I wouldn't have been upset. I think the ending would push it into the four star category for me. If they, you think if, so? yeah, if they had, if if that movie had gone the route that a lot of people who were angry before actually watching it, uh, mm-hmm. if they had been correct, which they weren't, uh, you're right. It would it'd be like, uh, okay, yeah, like, but they're the fact that they were willing to sort of go in that direction and uh I, I don't again i don't want to use the word brave that's not the right word but they 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 really they took a chance on the ending of that movie and i think it pays off and it's actually one of the reasons why i think it's so polarizing with people like a lot of people either yeah. love it or hate it and a lot of it has to do with the way that it ends um yeah so we can just say spoiler warning and talk no, about no 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 <laughs> if, if you're interested go see it or, or you can rent it, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's definitely worth the watch if if you're looking for something. It's just, it's not like a, a date night movie or a, if you're in a feel-good kind of mood and want something to go along yeah. with that, you know. You, no. It's just, I don't so know. Especially the yeah. political ideology that bends one circle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah rude yep. for awakening. Um, Man, what else? Uh, so, something I will, oh, I guess we should talk about. Huh? Some more just for, for a second. Yeah. That ending, dude, when all that was happening, bro, I was getting uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, it got, it, I rarely do movies elicit emotions from me. And I wanted to, I was just, I was so, first off, uncomfortable. Yeah. Because of obviously you're seeing something horrific portrayed on scene, uh, on the screen. But I wanted, I was like mad. Like, I want, ugh. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I, it, it's funny because again, we'll get into the Sarah to- the Sarah topic, but like that that stuff is real, clearly. And yep. uh, whether I, I the, one of the things that I really liked that the director um, said uh, is that she wasn't trying to make a movie where the character was like, and we t- we actually talk about this a lot, but mm-hmm. the, she wasn't perfect, right? Like she is the heroine of the movie, but she's not a perfect character. She's very flawed, like she has flawed logic in what she's doing Mm -hmm. and that's what makes it so interesting it's it's not she's a perfect character who had something wrong uh, like done to her or actually it was to her friend right something happened to her friend and she is now sort of on this revenge path and the movie doesn't exactly take the direction that i think a lot of people were expecting it to so yeah Um, i was expecting um, it's definitely worth a watch, especially for the conversation. I've been saying that a lot about movies recently. Mm-hmm. I think Judas and the Black Messiah is actually another one um, that, whether you like it or not, there is a discussion to be had about the content of that movie. Yeah, um, this is how so. I view. This is how I criticize movies. This is kind of like my two main groups I have. Other than just you have the five star level that I do often, but my my three star basis is. Would I be upset spending 30 bucks on this movie? What I mean by that yeah. is I took my wife out on a date and we went to go see the movie. He's got some snacks and some drinks or whatnot. Would I be upset? And no, like this movie, I would have been more than happy to have paid that amount. Yeah. Like it wasn't something that I was like, oh, crap. Like a lot of movies. <laughs> um, speaking of movies, I put this in the uh, the show notes, but I wanted to mention this. It, I don't. It doesn't need to be like a really, a really big talk, topic. Yep. But we've talked a lot about Disney. We've talked a lot about how much I kind of personally loathe them, which really hasn't changed. Um, I uh, I did sign back up for Disney Plus for the purpose of staying informed about what's kind of going on in that realm. Um, 
So, I I mean, you're using, you're secretly a Disney fiend. Oh God, (laughs) no, 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 no. And to be honest, I think, uh, so I watched WandaVision, which was very good, except I think the last episode is duty. Uh, It's like, they have this really interesting story that they're telling. And then the last episode is just your typical comic book action ending. ending. Um, I have some issues with a lot of the characters. I think there's too many of them. They try to push too many things in there and set up new stories for the future, whether that's movies or other television shows. Um, It's not interesting as far as the way certain, and again, I don't want to spoil anything for people who haven't watched it yet. I think it's worth a watch, but it's also not that the ending is just not, it's like, Oh, okay. (laughs) I I just don't have any desire to watch one division. I don't know. Like, uh, you've said that it's good to watch. I have a Tyler has told me it's good to watch. I have a massive crush on Elizabeth Olsen too. So (laughs) there's that. So that explains it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> See, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm just like so. Uh, all of that to I've be said, it, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. All of that to be said, they have all of well, I I can't say all. They have most of the Fox X Men movies on there. There are two missing. One of them is important. The other one is not. The important one is that Logan is not on there. Hmm. And I think they're trying to sort of erase it because it's rated R. Mm, it's bad for their brand. Yes, because huh? even New Mut- uh, excuse me, even New Mutants, the other uh, the other movie that's not on there is PG thirteen, I think. Uh, it is. So Logan's not there. Well, it- no, Dumbo's rated R now in Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get it. Uh, oh, yeah. That was a yeah. good. The Muppets too. I don't know. They have warnings in front of a bunch of the Muppets. <laughs> Oh, harmful content. It's like, oh my gosh. There dude. We don't need to go into that. But what I'm what I'm I'll saying is, is it's 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 kind of disappointing and you know, I, I am I'm not the biggest comic book person. There are people who know far more about comics than I ever will. Um but I love that movie. I th- I think it's the best Wolverine movie. I also think it's the best X-Men movie. Anything that, that that's been done since I think it's like 2000 when the very first one came out, uh, it it just. Do you think a, it's better than X Men Apocalypse? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but not Dark Phoenix. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That uh, one wasn't. I they, they oh, just yeah. gave, dude Logan Dark Dark Phoenix. My, they just gave up. Logan is my favorite out of all of them. Out of all the X Men, I think it would be pretty cool for Marvel to do. It'd be cool to see more origin stories geared towards like how Logan was. Yeah, they won't do it though. That Kevin Feige already came out and said PG thirteen. Yeah, and so it's. I, I get that's, it. You know. Yeah, but that's why dude, is it being rated R? Like, what's the purpose and everything like that? You know. Yeah, but there are there are definitely stories from those comics that deserve to be told properly, mm-hmm. and what Disney does is it's, it's not whitewashing, but it's essentially like a cleansing of anything that could be slightly, uh, uh, offensive, offensive. you know, whether that's violence or whatever the case may be. It's like, you can have a little bit of cursing, 
and you can have like sexual innuendos, but like anything else, and then like clean violence, and everything else is off the table. You know yeah, what I mean? It's kind of interesting. I yeah. forget why J.R.R. Tolkien uh, didn't want Disney to own the uh, rights to his stuff. I forget. I'm glad he, he said it was child fantasy or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, like, it probably worked out for the best. He he knew, dude. I know. Yeah, he, he, he saw he it down the line. Known. Yeah. God gave him a vision. Jesus did. Um, in a dream, Jesus appeared and said, "Do not sell your stuff." Should I mention to this? Disney. <laughs> should I mention this truth to power thing? Yeah, do, do it. You want we me got to, to? So I don't. What were we talking about last week? I think this got brought up because of that dude, that uh, Reverend Brandon. What is his name? Robert or whatnot? Is it? That's wild. Up. One of those inter- intersectional. Jesus, that woman brought. Truth to power, yes. spoke truth to power to Jesus or something like that. So when you when you think of the term truth to power, because I know I think you you know the actual answer to where this came from, but like it's generally associated with sort of like urban revolution, right? Would you mm-hmm. would that be a fair assessment of that? That's a fair assessment. So if I told you that the the origin, at least according to Urban Dictionary, is that the Quakers were the ones that uh, are uh, given credit as being the first ones to use the term, uh, would that surprise you? A little bit. Because <laughs> that's, according to Urban Dictionary, and you can find this in the show notes, We all I try to put as much content that we find in the show notes as possible. Uh, I just thought, it, I laughed, because this is kind of what we're always talking about. <laughs> it's like, the Quakers came up with this concept, and then it got co-opted. Yep. But that's what a lot that's of what typically happens on on that side of yes. the movement. You know, if you just want to call it to uh, use the umbrella term, critical theory, wokeness, or whatnot, cultural appropriation. Exactly. Are the Quakers considered a culture, and was the term "truth to power" co-opted from them? Exactly. That's Which all I'm saying. I would say it's good to have the the, the mergings of culture, and for you know one culture to take on aspects of another and that other culture to can't take on aspects of that culture, you know, and everything. Oh, yeah, I think I that's a good thing, you know? Absolutely. I just thought it was funny because they're always pointing the thing. Like I say, they, um, there's, there are a lot the of, yeah, that just like the, um, the activist the types. Eaters. Yeah. The, uh, like the yeah. hardcore activist types. It's like, that's, that has become their life they like these phrases and they talk about cultural appropriation, but then they appropriate things from other cultures and they don't always realize it. So it's, it's just like, you know, it's, it's, it goes back to principles. About, yep. There's something we talk about all the time when witnessing, like when sharing the gospel is that it, it's okay. If Josh, if, if you were to die and God was to say, you know what, I'm not going to judge you based off of my standard. I'm going to judge you based off of the own standard you set for yourself in your life of what you consider is good and what you consider is bad. You wouldn't even live, live up to your own standard. And that's right. the same thing that's happening here is they don't even live up to the standards they set for others and get others canceled with. Exactly. And it's funny is that their own rhetoric can be used back on them to point out their own evil and sin and, and hypocrisy and not being able to live up to that. Yeah. And one of the reasons why we're trying to do the podcast the way that we are and hopefully getting uh, funding set up the way that we are is to avoid having to ever deal with those situations. At the most, yep. we we might one day get kicked off YouTube, but 
oh no, yep. like it's not a big deal. We want to get more decentralized to where we're not having to rely on YouTube, like mm -hmm. a decentralized server, decentralized everything. That way, the only people who control us are those who decide to donate to us. And we're not making money already, so that's not even going to yeah, stop exactly. us. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The, the only the only direction that we can go is up. So, yeah. <laughs> and if you don't if you donate and then you hate us one day, that's fine. You don't have to do that anymore. So yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into this first topic. This is uh this is one that you and I have been sort of messaging back and forth uh, about. Um, I'll just go ahead and play this clip. Let me do um, it. Uh, I got to remember how to do this. Okay. No dead air. Ah. Here we go. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, you're good. You're good. You're good. While you're doing that. This crime is Can you hear really this? hitting home. Now, we're in London, one low, of think, the biggest but... vigils to honor Sarah Everard. Take a look. Look at that pile of flowers, the crowd of people. Since we've been here for the last four or five hours, there has been a steady stream of people. And over the weekend, thousands of people showed up right here to pay their respects to Sarah. Police moved in to clear them out. Take a look what happened next. It's the image people are talking about around the world. Police officers in London holding Patsy Stevenson down. She was one of several women cuffed over the weekend at a peaceful vigil following the death of Sarah Everard, a 33-year-old marketing executive found murdered last week, allegedly at the hands of a police officer. Over the weekend, thousands came out defying government COVID restrictions. I think it's important for all of us to, as, especially as women, to show unity with Sarah. Even Kate Middleton showing up without an entourage to pay her respects. Nothing's being done. It's just not good enough. Um, Sarah was just walking home. She did everything right. She wasn't out at 4 a.m. roaming kind of sketchy streets. She was walking on a well-lit road in central London. And, but that does lead to question. Even if she was drunk, even if it was later at night, this wasn't her fault. And it's not our fault, but it's constantly the onus is put on us to protect ourselves. On March 3rd, CCTV caught Sarah Everard walking home in London around 9.30 p.m. A week later, her body found here outside of London. The suspect, an elite police officer, 48-year-old Wayne Cousins, now charged with murder. And the reason why the killing of Sarah Everard's murder has shocked us all is because it could have been any one of us. Women have constantly been told how to keep safe, but actually the onus should be on men. It is men who are killing women. On social media, the post, text me when you get home, now going viral. Women all over the world sharing their stories, tweeting out their routines while walking at night, a list that looks all too familiar to so many of us. Globally, an estimated 87,000 women are killed annually. In the UK, on average, a woman is killed by a man every three days. <laughs> And across the country, growing protests and now calls for the London police chief to step down. I know I can speak for my people when I say this um, incredible strength of feeling of anger uh, and sadness. Okay. How much of that did is you actually, the, how much did you know about that? Uh, so I purposely have stayed away from a lot of this just for the show. So you get my oh. fresh. Awesome. Uh, thought process i've only read a little bit into it so i know like uh that she was killed that it was a cop and kind of like the basic mm -hmm. things like that but my first thing is going from the back of the video to the beginning into the beginning is isn't the police chief in uk a female 
So why would you call for her to step down? I okay. So <laughs> okay, listen. Uh, let me say before this all gets started. Like this is this is a bad situation. If we're we're in no way trying to make <laughs> jokes about no. what happened to her, that that's not mm-hmm. the point. This is the, I can't. It's not it's not funny at all. No. Everything else about that report, I kind of find hysterical, and it. That's what I was laughing at. And like your wait, response, yeah. To call for the the police chief who is female in the UK to step down. Yes, that's that was my. Respo- that's any of your responses. That was It'd my be first one thing. Too. I would still think it's dumb if it was a if it was a male. Like what the what does that police chief have to do with this situation? Yeah. Did the police chief tell this cop, "Hey, go out and commit this murder"? Like, because then I would see your point, but whatever yeah. it was male or female, but especially with it being female, since this is, I'm imagining they're calling for, they would be calling for the police chief to step down because of the gender, but obviously not because I don't know. It's just hey, confusing. It's, I don't, I don't understand that thought process. Yeah. It's, this is the, okay. So from what I can tell, anytime a police officer is, uh, alleged to have killed a civilian, whether it's here, any any like first world country generally, this is the the way that it goes. Everyone's upset. Everyone wonders why nothing is ever being done. Uh, a group of people tend to point the finger at another group of people, and then they they call for the resignation of the uh, the police chief, no matter who it is. It, I'm just like, yeah. What did the chief did the chief of police create? or implement a policy that led to this, that would be different too. Right. I mean, we don't know. <laughs> According to that report, we don't know. Like, I just don't understand calling for the police chief to step down. Okay. Why? Like what for? So, but then, but man, I really want to speak out through that because uh, one of the ladies said, and I get, I understand where she's coming from, where she's like, you know, uh, she didn't say that women are blamed, but women often have to talk to other women yep. and, and everything where it should be men talking and, and realizing what can we do better. And it's like, I don't have any control over what somebody does across the street from me. If he yes. decides to kill somebody, that's a woman. Obviously I think violence against uh, like a man killing another man is wrong. Yes. A man killing a child, a teenager, a woman is wrong. Why? Why is that like both of them are wrong? Sin is sin. But why is that kind of like more heinous? Well, because biologically women and children and stuff like that are they're weaker, innocent or or children above a certain age. You know, once you become an adult, I guess that's when it stops. But children are considered innocent and everything. They don't know any better, especially the younger they are and everything, too. Uh, But it's just like who is going around? What person is going around saying that? violence on women is good that's a good thing i've never heard anyone i never heard a guy say that ever or or or, or even act in that way and and that most most guys only know i only know one guy i can think of that hasn't said necessarily violence against women is good but has acted in that way so the re this story started out as something that we were just gonna talk about for a minute give a couple thoughts give a couple you know opinions about uh ways that uh women can affect this and it's funny because we are talking about it now so hopefully this is good enough for for all activism people out there like 
we we are here, we are talking about it, but you're probably not going to like some of the direction that this this goes in because uh, so let me let me make this point. Yeah, go ahead. They were saying how the onus shouldn't be on women, it should be on men and really what it is is it's like violence against another human being should be on the individual that caused that violence to that person if it was someone who is not innocent doing that to someone who was whether that's a man a woman a child whatever the case may be exactly this is this is one of the problems one of the uh, one of the other problems is that they're they're putting it on us like like you said you and I would sit and go you know Joseph violence against women is wrong and you go you know what david you're right we shouldn't do that this incident still would have happened right so what what good does that do it, and it's like have conversations with other guys and, and and talk about ways like what was it uh this is one post i saw earlier it would be good just for once if my feed was full of men expressing outrage over male violence and harassment and talking to each other about what they need to do Rather than women sharing their traumatic experiences again, knowing that nothing would change, I'm like, "What are you talking about?" That's you realize that when I was brought, they don't. No one know. Well, when I was brought up, not just my dad and my and uh, my mom, but my stepmother and my stepfather, all sat me down and showed me, told me, "Joseph, you need to be aware at all times. There are evil people in this world, and they want to hurt you." Same yeah. thing with my sisters and stuff like that. And obviously. You know, some of those things as I got older looked different for me versus my sisters, but it was pretty much all across the board the same. And this is the thing that's most infuriating is the best way for anybody to defend themselves, anyone, male, female, what I don't care what race you are, what religion you are, whatever. The best way for anyone to defend themselves is with a weapon. Yep. And by this happened in the UK and they took away the ability of their citizens to own firearms and i'm i'm not saying that because i don't know if this cop that killed her was armed with a weapon or not he had a, a firearm and even if he didn't a situation could occur to where you have a firearm someone catches you off guard and you can't get it out Pro not likely but that can't happen but imagine if she was armed or in all if, if most civilians were armed you know how much less crime there would be a, a armed society is a polite society especially yep. for women being vulnerable you have bigger men who can take advantage of you can harm you and kill you with what just happened and a gun is the best way to defend from that because yeah. it incapacitates this, the target this is the point that i'm glad you mentioned that because it leads into one of the problems i had with a lot of the things that i saw on social media <clears throat> excuse me okay let's let me start here when you're in a like a conflict situation like that adrenaline is rushing things are going on mm -hmm. there's this and i'm going to call it a myth to some degree there's this myth that goes around with women and and i think it, it, it honestly i think it puts them off guard a lot of the time because they think this is going to work there's this myth that if you just hit a dude in the nuts when you're yeah. in that kind of situation that you're going to be it's like it, it's almost like a get out of jail free card this is a myth mm-hmm if you if adrenaline is rushing, if you hit that dude in in a certain way, he's he's not going to go down immediately. He's going to get angry and he's probably going to fight harder. Yeah. I, I just man, I'm telling you, it's like I saw so many videos on Twitter of people 
it was like, oh, if you just know this, if you watch this video and you watch this jujitsu move, or if you put your hands out in front in front of you to keep guard and da da da, it's just like, uh, like you're not doing anyone any good. This is not practical, right? And I and I've nope. even seen people were like, oh, well, I carry a knife with me or whatever. It's like great, unless you hit him in the throat or somewhere that's going to put him down almost immediately. It's still not going to have the same effect that you're looking for. Yep. And this is this is one of the things that's you like they get them. At that, you have to be able yeah. to stab them. And people think that's easy, but it's, you know, it's a lot uh, easier to, to, to defend against a knife attack than people realize. This makes me, dude, I, I cannot tell you how irritated this stuff makes me. Just like, it's like, oh, it's common sense. Just stab him. Or, oh, it's common sense. Just hit him in the nuts. Or, oh, it's da-da-da. And I'm just like. I, I, you know, I always, I, I thought about like putting together, this was something they used to tell us, uh, at one of the places that I trained at, uh, just sort mm -hmm. of this, uh, that people just don't understand violence. It's like yep, that, uh, it's like, that's, it was like Mike Tyson was the one that said, it's like, everybody thinks that they can fight until they get punched in the face, something yep. along those lines. And he's not, he's not wrong because everyone thinks that they have a plan until, oh, it's everyone thinks they have a plan until they get punched in the face. Yep. Um, and, and here's the deal. It's like, I understand that. Mo I, I think this is the case, and I, I am making an assumption here, but I think most women really don't want to shoot people. <laughs> and no, you're I right. I think I think they're scared of firearms. I, 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 let me phrase it yeah. like this. When I have talked to women about this who do not carry firearms, they have said it's because I'm scared of them. Yeah. And and my whole thing is, is that I understand that if you are around them more and you're properly trained on them, you have someone who knows what they're doing trained you on them, you shoot them, you carry them, you get used to them, that fear ends. It's good to have a healthy fear or something, right? You know? Yeah, absolutely. So, it keeps you safe. You know, exactly. But guess <laughs> what? What's more fearful for me is somebody trying to kill me. Yeah. That's more fearful to me than me possessing a firearm. I don't necessarily like the fact of having to possess one. I mean, I do like firearms. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I grew up <laughs> That's why, I, you know, I grew up shooting all kinds of guns. My, my stepfather trained me on them and everything like that. And so... Uh, there's there's an active campaign okay and this is what we talk we've talked about this in past episodes there's an active campaign in this country and has happened across across the world in mo in first world countries in particular where they have more control if you will of their population mm -hmm. so in the united states because that's where we live it's what we know better than anything i don't know what the brits could do at this point in order to move back in a direction that's like our safety and our self-defense. Now, if if those, I'll, I'll just call them kids because there were a lot of kids that were there that are upset about this. Um, if, if young adults, whatever, if they went, our safety is important, this is something that we want back, right? It, and it's not a part of their, like a lot of people talk about it in a way where firearms aren't in the nature of the Brits and a lot of these other other uh, yeah. first world countries. Um, they are in Australia, even though they gave them up in the 90s. We have that in our history. We haven't lost it. And we talk about this specific thing all the time where anytime gun legislation is passed, uh, anytime freedoms are taken away it, from the Second Amendment, right? Anytime they violate the Second Amendment, because that's what they're doing every single time they do this. It always disproportionately affects blacks. Well, we'll say minorities, I guess. Or no, hang on. Yeah, all minorities. It does. All minorities. It does. I will say poor. Like generally, it's it's the poor, people who yeah. can't afford gates, who can't afford big dogs, um, 
people who have firearms, but when these these this legislation gets passed, they can't keep them because it's too yep. expensive because of licensing and whatever else they decide to try to put in, um, and it and it disproportionately affects women. Yep, because. And this the poor includes there's more poor white people than there are black people. Right. So I misspoke. Gender yeah. And and demographic and everything like that. Yeah. It adversely affects the poor and it especially affects women too. Yeah. I have I have uh, Black Guns Matter on my mind because I've been <laughs> listening to Maj Tore a lot. But uh, all that to be said, it's it's generally poor urban communities or poor communities. If yep. people don't have enough money to own a firearm because they're now getting like uh, just smashed with all of this, all these new laws that are coming in that if you don't pay these fines, if you don't register, if you don't do these things, uh, you're now a criminal. Right. Yep. And so not only are you fined, but you potentially could be in trouble uh, federally yep. and never be able to carry a firearm again. And it's it's just it's bullcrap. So it really it really is. Go ahead. I, as I say, all that to be said, I, we can't give. Uh, to be on, if, if I'm going to be honest, if you live in the UK and you're worried about this, to be honest, you're kind of screwed. Because what are the, what? They're not going to do anything. This is the they're same. Not this is right to get firearms back at all. Yeah, this is the same. Well, and this is the same problem that Black Lives Matter has. Is they try to they, like they try to go to uh, the federal government to the state. And say, please stop killing us. But they're not going to do that. And that that's what's happening here because they're not going to give you back power, right? Exactly. And, and until and and you know, I, I won't talk about like this the stuff we talk about in the Discord, but until people realize that the that the Fed is not or excuse me, not the Fed, but the federal government, the state, is not just this like altruistic has your best interest in mind group of people, nothing is ever going to change until, mm-hmm. until you go, you know, it, and, and this is the way that I, that I put it, it until they are gone. In my opinion, we're going to continue to see this stuff happen because we're going to see more violence overseas, more violence in the States. Most of it's perpetuated by the state or some someone who is acting in the state's interest, right? Yeah. Even if that's police violence, because that's the biggest issue that a lot of people in this country have. And they, they're constantly trying to take away your ability to protect yourself, whether that's private mm-hmm. property rights, whether that's uh, gun rights, whether, whatever the case may be. And this stuff drives me crazy because people are begging the people who, like, pretty much are killing them, right? I mean, obviously, they're not mm-hmm. the ones pulling the trigger. They're not the ones that are actively doing it. But they're going to cover for these people, right? It's like I was right. saying with uh, 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 Judas and the Black Messiah. They put a hit. The FBI put a hit out on the guy that is uh, man. I can't remember the guy's name, but they put a hit out on him. And it's just like I, I don't, I don't know what it's going to take for for people to realize like they don't have your best interest in mind. Exactly. So I, when you see them locking up MAGA grandmas and everything like yeah. that, who just happened to wander in you know uh the protest it was ma- it was mostly peaceful after all and <laughs> just to co-op one of their terms yeah. um, you know that's the kind of crap that happens and you know the the politicization of the fbi and the government uh through now through one particular 
section of politics is continuing and what was going on with Obama before is now continuing with Biden. Right. But with the Sarah Everard, Everard, Everard. Um, yeah, Everard uh, situation, you know, it's meant to elicit an emotional response and my, it did within me. And my emotional response was how it was a terrible situation. Horrific. And how much worse is it that she wasn't able to defend herself? So now exactly. the most vulnerable are even more vulnerable from people yeah. who want to attack them and hurt them. Because let, let me just say, you're good. You know, a woman has a taser. It can shoot. It can get a man. That doesn't work all the time. How many yeah. videos of cops have we seen where that hasn't happened? I've yep. seen tons of videos. Yep. I've seen other videos as well, even, yeah, not, not done by cops. So, you know, or, you know, you have whatever weapon you want to say when it's not a gun. Man, there's that immediately eliminates the threat, and it's horrible that women in the in Europe, it's not just the UK, but in Europe, right. in UK, that Sarah and that women in the US, you know, since it, we have since we have a bill of rights here, but everywhere, it's a basic right to allow yourself to defend yourself, and the fact that they can't and they have to constantly be worried about a man freaking attacking them is uh, stupid. It's just straight up stupid. Absolutely, like liberals who support this. This is a stupid position. Yeah. It's just straight up. Like, there's not many things I would just... Keep going. There's not many things I would get this passionate about, but this is one of them. Oh, like, absolutely. It the fact that I too. have to think about my wife not being able to carry a gun and go back and forth when her place of business where she works at has had guys calling in saying horrific things and stuff like that. And then one of her girls was walking home and was followed by some people and stuff like that. The fact that I have to think about that crap yeah. and it's like, Oh, Hey, you know what an easy solution to this is? Oh, allow guns in the workplace. Yeah. It's a first, you know, that's why I brought up. That's the whole reason why yep. I brought up the whole conversation with you about should businesses be allowed not to infringe on our rights. Yep. So what if I told you that the green party in England has come up with the best solution ever for this? Oh yeah, yeah. Are uh, you ready? Are no. you, yeah, yeah, are you yeah. ready? Ahead, for this? Do it, do it. Are you ready? I for heard this? about this right before the podcast. Okay, yeah, I found I found this while I was uh, I was getting the clip. So let me um, hang on, I gotta pull it up. Um, and in the week, almost there. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, Parliament and the Green Party, and I don't know anything about uh, British politics for the most part, except mm -hmm. for some stuff about Brexit. Um, <laughs> so whatever. But this is um, a member of the uh, British Parliament, uh, and she has, I think, the most reasonable answer for dealing with this situation. And in the week that the woman, Sarah Everard, uh, was abducted and we suppose killed because remains have been found in a woodland in Kent, I would argue that at the next opportunity for any bill that's appropriate, I might actually put in an amendment to create a curfew for men on the streets after 6 p.m., which I feel would make women a lot safer. Good be a crackhead that got home to the wrong stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's too good. Oh, I died when I saw that. I'm like, oh, would you... Hit the wrong nail right there. Like, 
and you know, again, let's this, just make a discriminatory bill. Yeah, let's just let's let's make something that's discriminatory and removes the freedoms of people even more. That's how we'll handle. Yes, well, six p.m. curfew for all men. You're like, come. You know what'd be great? You know what'd be great? You know what'd be a great law? We're going to institute that all men and women. But even if you just wanted to be like, we're going to institute that all women are going to be by the time they're. I don't know, 15 or 18, or if you want to put the age of adulthood, you have to go through mandatory training class to learn how to use a firearm. And you have to sign on these dotted lines that if you use it inappropriately, you will blah, 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 whatever. And then, you know, you can go buy a firearm or whatnot. That would be smart. It would. Because that would drastically reduce the violence men do on women. It, It would. It would never happen for a few reasons. Oh, well, yeah. That, Mainly that, being that. that there's no way that they would teach citizens how to overthrow the government. That, I mean, there's no way because, yep. you know, once you give the power back to people, you're done. You don't have that power. Yep. Like, that power definitely, it, for a very long time, until you uh, scare the, the crap out of them with a virus from unknown origins, uh, you know, you're not going to get that, that back. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay over there? Sorry, yeah, I had a had the, uh, cough in my chest. A little tickle. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I'm done with this uh, this story. By the way, um, oh, okay, that's it. We Go, ladies, get someone to teach you how to fire a gun Listen, and get comfortable. Most, with it, please, most guys they don't want to. Uh, should, let me phrase this: most of the people David and I know, and I believe most reasonable men don't want to harm women just like i think most reasonable women don't want to harm men um obviously there are outliers and and everything sure violence against women is wrong it's, violence against anyone is wrong that's the thing it's anyone it's just easier to point out the women that probably want to hurt men because they have blue hair <laughs> moving on <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, all right. Um, so this next topic, um, I don't know. Did you? I, I don't know if you watched that YouTube video. <laughs> so oh, the, no, for, I didn't. For Star Wars. Okay, so. Oh, man. I, I, I don't know. I have a clip. Um, okay. I'm just trying to figure out the best way to set this up for uh, for everyone. So I would not consider myself a Star Wars fan anymore. Um, it's probably a little over dramatic for most people, but you know, I grew up watching the original trilogy and, you know, lived through the prequel trilogy and, you know, watched as everything completely crumbled around, uh, star Wars with the, uh, the sequel trilogy. Um, and I've, I've, I have talked about this so many times. I legitimately, I think just about up until today, Mm-hmm. made a rule after the last jedi really that i was not going to talk about this it's like ever again <laughs> but it keeps coming back uh and i there there's a lot that has been going on uh we talked about the cara dune situation with uh, gina carano mm-hmm. and her getting uh taken off the show and it you know the whole thing being hypocritical and so on and so forth and and clearly uh the people who run star wars don't care uh for those of you that don't know 
Kathleen Kennedy runs Star Wars right now. She's I wouldn't call her a showrunner. She she basically is just over every if 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 anything has to do with Star Wars, specifically the movie stuff, uh she she's in charge of that. Now, she's the reason that that sequel trilogy is a mess. She's the reason that each one of those movies made less than the one that came before that. I mean, she's she's the head. So ultimately, I mean, Ryan Johnson completely bungled that second movie. I don't I really don't care what anybody says. Like that movie is not good. It's disrespectful to the source material and yeah. I mean, I could go like I said, I could go on forever, but I I don't I don't want to get into it. Um so they recently had a earnings not an earnings they had a um a shareholders meeting shareholders. yeah yep. and because of everything that was happening with um Gina Carano and the success of the Mandalorian even though i kind of think a lot of it is really subpar like i started watching the the, the second season uh this past weekend i made it through like half of the first episode and was like this is really boring you know it's like him walking around to western music and it looks kind of cheap and I think everyone's yeah. just kind of blinded by their like Star Wars rose-colored glasses. Like it just, yeah. it just, it is like Star Wars is no longer for me. I think yeah. that's the the best way to put it. Uh, but I have this clip from the shareholders meeting that I wanted to play because um, I think if people need to kind of understand the mindset of where this company is. Hang on, I was. I always need to pull these up ahead of time. Oh, you're good. Nah. Good old Star Wars, man. <sighs> I haven't been a I haven't been a fan of it since that uh first movie of the new trilogy that came out. I thought the first one Force was Awakens. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, Force yeah it, and that's the thing the is the second like, one was worse. I people were willing and then to the forgive. The third one was like go ahead. The the third one was like being on cocaine, dude. <laughs> just like it, just, it was like a trajectory of going down yeah. now with each one they made. Yep. <laughs> All right, so this is we're going to get worse and worse and worse. This is a a question that's asked by a journalist to um, the the Star Wars company, essentially. Okay. Greetings and salutations. Um, are you guys looking at firing Kathleen Kennedy or asking her to resign um, and promote somebody like Filoni or Favreau or both as a co-counsel? Thank you for your question, George. Uh, we've been absolutely thrilled that we can have the kind of creative talent uh, uh, in our company, uh, the likes of Kathy Kennedy to run Lucas. And uh, we look forward to having Kathy uh, directing the activities of the entire Lucasfilm organization for many years to come. Thank you for your question. Next question, please. He really wanted to uh, avoid that question as fast as possible, didn't he? Oh yeah, you did. Uh, I don't know. Do you have thoughts? Oh yeah, Captain Kennedy should be fired. <laughs> if, if he if he had any business smarts, he would not because she's a woman. Obviously, it's just that she's bad at leading uh, Lucas Films and everything that she is 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 uh, just political identity politics and yep. is just completely destroying everything she is overhead of. Um, how much and I think how again many, that's the go ahead. How many of the so you've have you seen like you've you've seen the new trilogy? Have you mm -hmm. seen Solo? Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't remember. Oh, and then there was Rogue One, which everyone yep. is kind of like, well, yeah, 
I, I mean, I can probably give Rogue One a pass for the most part. Yeah, I'll give Rogue One a pass. I will say out of all the Star Wars movies I've seen, and including The Mandalorian, I think Rogue One is... I don't think Rogue One's better than the first season of The Mandalorian. But I think it's better movie-wise. It's better than um, uh, the other movies. Yeah. And it might be better than Mandalorian season one. I don't know. So other than that, I mean, she really just... It's identity politics in every movie... And it doesn't even make sense, right? Yeah. It's and, fine if you want to have pers- specific persuasions to where it flows into the movie organically and everything. But as we've already talked about before, you have Ray and you have Kylo, and Kylo's already built up to be a terrible antagonist. He's yeah. weaker than Ray's automatically better and stronger than him, and everything like that. And it's just, what's the point of watching? Nothing's on the edge of my seat. I'm not concerned. I'm, you know, nothing like that. So, and this is very and that's how all of them are. Yeah, this is very telling of where the future of Star Wars is headed. And it's not towards people who love the original trilogy, grew up on it, people who Mm -hmm. know way more about Star Wars than I ever will. I mean, like, I always thought I kind of had, like, Star Wars figured out. Mm -hmm. But I have friends and I've met people who... (laughs) I mean, they'll talk about stuff and I'm just like, yeah, okay, that, yeah, that thing, yep. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but again, I don't. Everyone kind of has that level within Star Wars, and you know the movies were that thing, and it always pissed me off that when the the new trilogy was coming out, they would do comics and 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 novels and all these things in between. People go, "Oh, well, you'd know more if you just read the novel." I go, "I don't want to read the novel." That's why <laughs> you make exactly. a movie is to tell a story. You and you know, here's the thing is that I will say that if I wanted to read the novels or, you know, the comics or whatever about star Wars at this point, I would, but the movies have given me no inspiration to, whereas I watched the Lord of the ring, Lord of the Rings movies, uh, many, many, many times. And they inspired me to read the books. And after I read the books, I was like, man, I think both of them are equally great on the same playing field. And I respected Peter Jackson a lot more after reading the books um, coming from it from that perspective. And so I think if anybody takes off their Star Wars rose-colored glasses and they see just how much one side of politics has, has infiltrated that into where it doesn't even make sense and there's no flow to the story, I think it's just endemic to just where we're at everything it's the bigger picture is like i've talked about this with other people who are close to me it's like politics isn't everything just every yeah you can't watch watch sports and just i think the ufc is probably one of the few and that's not even all the time but for the most part with the ufc is one of the few things where i can watch i don't have to worry about politics being brought up yeah it's not like Um, you saw like trump's head show up on like the big screen or something in the in in between fights or yeah, Whatever or like anybody, be. like Colby Covington, for example, he has a shtick. His whole character is to be this huge Trump supporter, but he's not really this huge Trump thing. It's just his stick that he has in the public eye, yeah. this character, so he could generate money. Because guess what? He was on a huge win streak prior to his fight in Brazil, and right before his fight in Brazil, they told him, hey, we don't care if you win. We're going to cut you because of his fighting style. And that's where he came out blasting Brazilians and everything like that. And guess yeah. what that did? It generated money for him, kept him in the yep. UFC and everything. He was fighting for his livelihood, right? Yep. And so it's just uh, getting back to the point. It's everywhere. You can't watch a TV show. You can't watch a movie. You can't listen to, um, uh, 
I don't know, most sports, the NFL, NBA, you know, MLB, most sports, uh, just anything and everything. It's everywhere. And it's people need. They have. This is the thing I've ever think about. They agree with Ben Shapiro on something. (laughs) Gosh, darn it. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I think Ben Shapiro was right when he was saying that um, Americans need something that we can all talk about where we don't have this religious or political state in stake in yes it's like something we could have sports was that for a long time in a way yeah it was religious to some degree but it wasn't generally to the weird level of disowning your firstborn because of their view on the seattle seahawks or something like that yeah right it wasn't extreme like that you know for the most part for everyone we could gather around and talk about that or unless you're from philly a good yeah yeah exactly um talk about a good movie or, or whatnot, yeah. but now everything is just infiltrated into everything and, and it's just overwhelming, man. It's, nobody wants to talk about politics all the time. I constantly have them bombarded in your face. And this goes back to, it's kind of like I've made the joke, you know, to where I stop reading as many Desiring God articles and Gospel Coalition articles and this Christian article and that Christian article because it was like, oh no, me drinking coffee is a sin somehow and stuff oh like that. I can't gosh. focus on yeah. 100 oh, million sins at one what, time. What you, was the article about being like hangry and how you shouldn't be hangry? Like that that kind of yeah. crap was going around. And and, and this is, you know, I, I, I've mentioned this to you a couple times and, and I said it before the show, but stuff like that starts coming out and it's the stuff you see, it's the stuff you notice, and eventually you just go, I don't care. I don't mm-hmm. I like I don't even want to be bothered to like take time out of my day to approach that at all. And it's the way I feel about CRT and the church to some degree. Like I know it needs to be addressed, but there's only so much I can take before it's like, is this really what we should be spending? a majority of our time on. Right. And, and this is how I feel kind of about star Wars and some of these other things where I was, I got to that point where I was like, man, I have talked about this so much. I was like, this just isn't for me anymore. And it's a weird, it's a weird place to come to. But when they're putting out stories and this is legitimate, you can go look this up. They put out a story about it in like the star Wars universe or whatever, about two like smugglers or whatever they are. And their rock friend it's it's a giant hand. Joseph's coughing. Oh, they, could you hear me? I muted myself. No, 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 no. You were perfect. Okay. It was just weird because you were doing. I was like still talking. <laughs> they, dude, they they created. You hear a, me? No. Okay. They good. they created a story about two friends and their rock buddy. It's just a big rock, and it's just like, what are they doing? Is it like you have access to? what at one time was the most popular franchise in the world it was massive and they're making stories about two people flying on a spaceship with a a sentient rock yep and i I just like i'm just like no i'm good and that overwhelmed feeling i was talking about with bringing up desiring god and gospel coalition and and then you know politics infiltrating everything is eventually you just get Again, you get over it and you're like, okay, well, you know, I'm kind of done with this. Who cares anymore? Yeah. And, and, you know, so. And it's everywhere. I think it's just one of the, that's where I've come with Star Wars is just that. Star Wars. And with movies and Marvel. TV shows and just stuff in, in general. Yeah. Just make a good movie based on 
with a good storyline. Just make yes. a great story and have the if you want it to be a, a female protagonist, great. Make it make sense. Yes, you know make I mean? it good. Stop putting yeah. like this is why I say there's there's these there's almost this weird. And I don't think racism is probably the right word, but this thing where every time a black character now shows up, like a whether they're created or whether they're tokenizing a character from something, some part of their story always has to do about oppression. Mm-hmm. And it's like every single character, like I can understand like one or two, but like even like Black Panther wasn't originally about that because he was a prince. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm not saying he has to be, but like, you know, you want, it's like, honestly, it's like, don't people want to be seen as more than these sort of like the victim? Yeah. Or the caricature caricatures that they, they make. It's like you were talking about with promising young woman. Like that's a story about a real human being to some degree. They make her mm-hmm. out to be real because she's flawed. She doesn't yeah. do everything perfect. She makes massive mistakes. Um, and that's the kind of stuff that I am looking for. I'm not looking for, perfect brave woman fights bratty bad guy wins all the time universe is saved they yeah. ki- they kiss that's the kind of storylines i come up with myself when i was a kid <laughs> i was playing with my superhero guys and one of them was me and the other one yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's never anything wrong with me <laughs> Pe- well in, yeah anyway um are you ready to move on to the next yeah, topic i had some want, more thoughts do you want to irrelevant do you want to set this up first, or you want me to play the clip first? Okay, I'll set it up. Oh yeah. So the 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 news anchor we know and love with all of our hearts, who never tells any lies and is perfect in all his ways, um, Tucker Carlson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't have a problem with Tucker. Um, but he said some things that the clip will will show this past week that everybody got up in arms about and at first i was just like i was just rolling my eyes and just thinking this is just drama who cares it's not that big a deal but then i i paid attention to some more i listened to it and i was like and i was thinking this is actually a bigger deal than let's on and not for the reasons that other people are saying it is uh but specifically i had a greater concern that was kind of more subtle going throughout but Go ahead and play the clip, and then we'll get into it. Okay. Hang on. No problem. Um, no problem. It's oh, no! <laughs> to infinity. No one's no one's going to know what happened right there. Oh, gosh. I, I got to find the... Okay, okay, okay. I messed that up. I messed that up. I'm you're sorry, fine. everyone. <laughs> that was Just hilarious. Remember. If you're listening, Star Wars sucks. If you're listening to the podcast, you have no idea what's happening right now. Yeah, David just opened the play the clip that I told him to, and uh, it just did a screen of infinity screens of his screen. Yes, if that makes sense. Oh man, my uh, producing skills have to get a little bit better. All right, here we go. Well, at the White House yesterday, Joe Biden addressed it effectively. What's the American military's response? Here's what Joe Biden said. Some of it's relatively uh, straightforward work, where we're making good progress, designing body armor that fits women properly, tailoring combat uniforms for women, creating maternity flight suits, updating, uh, updating requirements for their st- hairstyles. And some of it is going to take an 
you know, an, an, an intensity of purpose and mission to really change the culture and habits that cause women to leave the military. <laughs> so we've got new hairstyles and maternity flight suits. Pregnant women are going to fight our wars. It's a mockery of the U.S. military. While China's military becomes more masculine as it's assembled the world's largest navy, our military needs to become, as Joe Biden says, more feminine. Whatever feminine means anymore, since men and women no longer exist. The bottom line is, it's out of control, and the Pentagon's going along with this. Again, this is a mockery of the U.S. military and its core mission, which is winning wars. One of the few people who's been paying attention to this is someone who served in the U.S. military, Indiana Congressman Jim Banks. Recently, he wrote a letter to the U.S. Chief of Naval Operations asking why the Navy had included a book, Racist Filth, by Ibrahim X. Kendi on its 2021 reading list. All right. Perfect. Dude, the first thing I thought of, just because of how my I, mom uh, likes to work, is I immediately go to funny. I was just thinking a bunch of pregnant women running into battle. That <laughs> picture of that lady, <laughs> she's in that flight suit with her mask on. I, Dude, I don't know why that... My my sense of humor makes no sense most of the time, but I've had, I just thought that was the funniest thing. Also, I couldn't That's help. What, uh, I, say, I couldn't help but think that like Biden, he looks so he looks dead, legitimately he looks dead inside, as if he has no life left. He's yeah. just like, and we're updating their hairstyles, and we're making armor that fits women better. And we're smell testing it too. And then he's like, I have to say the word intensity, so I need to put an intense look on my face. And then he looks <clears throat> super creepy. It's like this weird smile. <laughs> okay. So I don't, I don't know if I want to get into my main, the, the main subtle point yet, or if I want to build up to it. Okay. Build so let up. me just say, build up. that's better. Uh, okay. Let's build up. Let's All build right. Up. Then there's a bunch of different angles I thought of about this. The first one is uh, the funny thing is, Again, I'm not saying I can't think biblically of there any passages or principles pulled from the Bible as far as that women shouldn't be in the military. Um, I'm not necessarily one of those guys or one of those guys that think that women shouldn't be cops or women shouldn't be um, uh, firemen, whatever they're calling them, firemen, firewomen, whatever. Whatever the PC word fire is for, people. I don't know. Fire people who take out the fire. <laughs> <laughs> fire persons. Uh, anyway. I, my whole line of reasoning is just, okay, if this is the requirements, like the requirements to be a cop and requirements to be a fire person and whatever else should be the same across the board, right? And in the military should be the same across the board. You should be able to, you know, perform up to this height. Why? Because you need to be able to carry out these missions effectively, save people, whatever, especially in the military, right? And so, again, I think, there are ways that women benefit the military and benefit society as a whole more so than just brute strength force, right? They yeah. really understand things on a deep level, not just with knowledge, but they have the emotional wherewithal and stuff like that. And I believe that is important. Mm -hmm. And they're intelligent too, just as intelligent as men are. Um, and so uh, there's just a different uniqueness with what i've noticed with how fast i think that women in my experience this is just anecdotal um get things and understandings relative to men 
So with that said, though, um, when it comes to a physical standpoint, I think that women being in the military, just focusing on this, Tucker's actually right because the military did, I believe it was the Marines, could have been the Army or just military in general. It was in 2015. I had it pulled up, but I exited out right before the podcast. Crap. Um, <laughs> anyway, their own study showed that women were failing at massive rates and that the and men were succeeding with the same um, fit tests and everything like that. And so they actually yeah. showed it, what, what it competed was all male units in combat versus all female units in combat. And the all female units did absolutely terrible. And the men excelled and succeeded tremendously yeah. and showing that the military was more lethal again, what the military is supposed to be, uh, with all male combats. Now that's not me saying that women don't need to be in the military, um, or yeah. can't even have the same, uh, positions as, as men, as far as, sure. you know, in the infantry or whatnot, or in special forces, it's just that women should be able to be able to pass the same standards as those men. Yeah, I can. And if that means that two out of every 10 women, pass so you have eight out of ten that fell then so be it even if it's eight out of ten men who succeed it's just that's just how it is if right? they can cut it they should the standard should be the same if it's about mm -hmm. equality right the standard should be mm -hmm. the same and not changed because like we are talking about combat and I, I like i've known a lot of women who have been in the military i, I work mm -hmm. with one right now um i think she did engineering uh so that she worked in the uh the like mechanics the me whatever they, they right. call that she's mentioned it before i just i don't remember um was she a mechanical engineer <laughs> no i don't no i don't think so uh but that's the thing is i mean when it comes to combat i i don't know i mean maybe this goes back a little bit to the the story that uh we were talking about earlier with sarah everhart but mm -hmm. I, there is a strange thing that's going on now where people aren't considering actual biology a and well, saying that the facts, the sure. facts. well nobody wants to right I, and that's that's part of the problem too is it's there there's this thing that's happening and who knows Equity. man yeah and i don't know i i mean I, this is a story that i didn't look into before you started doing that i like i like that we do that so that you know it's kind of at least one of us is kind of going in fresh with our mm -hmm. um uh, just kind of the opinions that are or the thoughts that are coming from our head um i, I mean yeah it, I, there's definitely something going on there and like uh tucker i mean tucker is always i don't really like him i think he's kind of uh he i don't think he has he he comes off as not having a sense of humor to me um he doesn't come off that way i'm fine with him i'm not like yeah, i don't I, I don't adore him or anything like that. I don't think he's, you know, everything, but I don't also dislike him. I'm like, okay, I don't, I can listen to a clip from Tucker. Sure. And sometimes I'll agree. Other times I'll disagree. And he, so he might make a good point. It's just not interesting yeah. enough or relevant enough to me. Most of the time he kind of, I, I mean, he kind of speaks to like boomers more than anybody sort of that, yeah. that old guard, uh, I wouldn't even necessarily say like MAGA style people. I I feel like MAGA kind of turned on him a little bit uh, towards they did, the, towards right. the end. And I mean, as Which far they shouldn't have. He was more reasonable, and that's a whole that's a whole another subject for a different time. Sure, sure, sure. Because the whole QP the Q side of MAGA and all that <laughs> stuff, and even Trump himself took a even 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 if fraud occurred, right? If if 
let's say Trump was right and fraud did occur. Let's just say hypothetically. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's talk about this another time because we're we're going down a completely different route than I think this. Was I know. I was just gonna say you don't use you don't need to go to fraud and make it some conspiratorial thing. Even though we all love the drama and stuff like that, right. it's just come back down to earth with it. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah. so where where uh, is this where is this headed? So with with Tucker. So basically what we're saying is that, you know, all male units in combat succeeded. Virtually all female unit women or female units in combat failed. Okay. And so, but they're really pushing for, you know, the military has been pushing more women, more women, more women. Right. And so it's because of one word equity. And what is equity? Equity is, um, trying to solidify equal outcomes. And so, so what they're doing okay. is lessening the requirements for women to be keeping the same standards for men, but lessening the requirements for women so they can be in the military, which then makes us a less lethal force. Meanwhile, you would have, let's just say China's our arch nemesis, right? <laughs> let's just say potential rival in the future. Uh, you have China who literally just established what was it the last i don't i don't remember when it was recently a policy to make their men more masculine because they did a someone did a study and they realized they weren't and so you know trying to create a lethal force i think china now has the largest naval for, force in uh yeah he, he i the think world. He, he mentions that in uh, another part of that segment yeah i think he does but that's not the point my point is just being it's fine. Allow women in the military, allow women to be cops, allow women to be fire persons. Who cares? As long as everyone's standards the same, because I don't want to, I don't want my, my wife having to carry me out of a fire. You know what I mean? My <laughs> right. wife can't carry me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, I'm toast. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. Uh, if that's the case, unless she gets that adrenaline rush and, you know, superhuman strength. But and so, but the 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 angle. Do they have that? Uh, let me ask this real quick. Do they have a lot of women wanting to be in the combat units? Did you find anything about that? I don't know. I, I know be, there was a. I know that there are a lot of women who join. Sure, but that's that's different than them going into the the exact combat. Yeah. Uh, scenarios. I mean, I'm not saying that there aren't. I have no idea. Uh, every. <sighs> Everything that I've heard about it is just how they're like with the you know the Ibram X Ken Kendi thing. Um, they're mm -hmm. they're literally trying to, and I weirdly enough, this goes back to were you the one? I, oh uh, yeah, you you posted this in the in the show notes about um, politics staying out of military. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I guess like when you're active. And I don't mean like active yeah. duty. I mean when you're essentially like clocked in, you're yeah, you know you're in. you're like I I like you're not going to start talking to to people about um, equity and critical race theory on a on a mission wherever that happens to be. Um, that I mean talk about unprofessional to begin with, but yeah, I did, why so, are they why are they trying to do this? Did you find what did you find about that? As far as why are they trying to? What's your question again? Why are Why are, why are they trying to push so hard for um, equity with women, and why do they feel the need to put someone like um, Ibram, like his his uh, writings, on like a, a recommended book list? So, all I could find out in the short term was 
it's basically just for representation of women to show inclusivity and and (laughs) everything that is just you know hey we're a diverse force and i have that study right here and it was the marine corps um gender integration experiment Uh and women were allowed to take part in infantry courses that have been closed to them prior so and here's how they fared compared to men so they did infantry officers course 29 women attempted zero percent graduated 690 or no i'm sorry uh 978 men attempted 71 percent graduated so not a you know only 29 women all right so then infantry training battalion women 401 attempt 144 graduated how many men, att- sorry say that again how many attempted four, basically 400 attempted okay. and only 144 graduated mm. so that's a 36 percent graduation rate men 5500 attempted 5448 passed so that was a graduation percentage of 99 percent wow um, now with the artillery cannon crewmen, uh, the same percentage of women passed along with men. There were only four women who attempted, I mean, 14 women who attempted, but 12 passed with men. It was 263 and 226 passed. So same percentage rate. Yep. And then with the tank crewman course, you had seven women attempt five graduated 71% with men. Uh, they had a 99% uh, graduation rate. Uh, then with the AAV crewman course, the same rate, seven attempted five pass with women and then 113 men attempted and 106 graduated. So 94%. And so, hmm. uh, my angle coming from this is you sat, you had all kinds of active duty clocked in. What was it? Uh, command sergeant majors, um, all kinds of just military ranking people posting on Twitter, posting videos, calling Tucker out a a U.S. private citizen. And so this is my main big point. The subtlety is that now the military is willing to turn on private American citizens for the... For inclusion? Is that what you're No, I would say specifically for a particular party's ideology. Mm. Everybody was so worried that Trump, this is where QAnon, I kind of brought that up a, <laughs> the, a little bit ago. Uh, the K, yeah. Uh, mm. <laughs> well, uh, the I, red, the, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we may not be able to. So uh, the people, yeah. the, the, those, the, the Qs. Those, the, the Qberts. Yeah. They, uh, well, let's just call them Quebec. That there's pretty much <laughs> you call them Quebec, I'll call them Cuberts. I like Cuberts. Okay. Uh, so Quebec happened to think that the military was on Trump's side, and I was just laughing the entire time. Like, <laughs> literally, reports coming out after reports of the military not being on Trump's side. Uh, so anyway, and this is very clearly left leaning political ideology, and it's yeah. not surprising when you have the FBI's or you know, you had the IRS and the FBI's. Um, polarization in the Obama years. Yep. Um, CIA I don't really as know well. the George the CIA too. Yeah. I don't really know where George Bush. I know you did, like as far as with the CIA and on, on the as far as when it came to the foreign wars, but I'm not really mm-hmm. sure domestically. Um, oh yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. FBI. I mean, like 
we, we would I would have to go do some research, but I guarantee you the FBI was doing some very shady things. And I, uh, well, I, I just mean specifically tar- what I mean is not just shady things, but what Obama did is he used the IRS to bes- his administration used the IRS to specifically target conservative oh, groups okay. and yeah, organizations. Things are, things are definitely different now. That's what I mean by that. And yeah. so that's that's what's going on with Biden's administration now is that now you see the politicization of the FBI and attacking the MAGA grandmas and yep. everyone like that. Yep. Anyone who just happened to be at the Capitol not rioting and they just ventured in because everyone was flowing that way because not everyone was rioting. Some were and they should be prosecuted, but not everyone was. Guys, just it was the mostly peaceful. With BLM protests yeah. was that most of them weren't um, rioting. Some... Uh, well, this is what uh, some of the protests they the, it was mostly uh, actual people protesting, and not a lot of people doing the rioting. But so my my point is is that you finally have the military coming out another side of our government attacking a U.S. private citizen. If the military is now coming out publicly doing this, imagine how much is going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Imagine other organizations like the NSA and stuff like that. Imagine what the government is how the the biden administration you know is one of the people on his administration i can't remember her name but she used to be an executive for twitter how the government is also using big tech to mm-hmm. um do some things as well so that was the main thing that was more subtle and i thought was more important because there used to be understood that there's this principle of there's the divide between your military and civilian affairs so does it matter what a civilian said and and the drama when you were clocked in and everything and active you didn't comment politically um yeah that's still supposed to be the case by the way at least that's what i'm my my boss's son is trying to go into the air force or not trying he's going to be an officer in the air force at least that's the direction he's headed in and that's what he tells me all the time he's like we're not allowed to uh talk bad about uh, exactly anything or you know it's like like politics is sort of off the table yeah. Mm-hmm. Most everyone in my family um, was in the military. And that's the thing. They weren't. That's what they told me. Weren't allowed to comment on politics. And so my whole thing is, is you have the military now coming out publicly doing this to a private citizen. You have the FBI, you know, calling everyone an insurrectionist who actually peacefully protests or who just made a meme in Florida, that dude. And yet you had, yeah. again, we're not talking about a balanced line of justice here. We're not talking about the FBI also going hardcore after Antifa and BLM rioters, mind you, not protesters, but rioters, people who actually rioted as they should with those who actually rioted at the Capitol. Um, No, those get let off scot-free. You have the vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris, set up a bell fund Mm -hmm. for those who rioted in Minneapolis and stuff like that. And so here's the other thing, though. We often talk about Republicans. Let's say let's say Republicans. I think conservatives is is too broad. It let's say be. Republicans. Republicans. Twenty years ago, they should learn this lesson. But I guess <laughs> it took the military going woke. Uh, there was a popular tweet I saw that I was like, I very much agree with this, and it basically said this. Um, it took a tweet from the military attacking Tucker to discredit the military for Republicans. Rather than the unjust wars in the Middle East the past twenty years, bro, I took a tweet about attacking Tucker for Republicans to finally 
have the military discredited <laughs> in their eyes. And here's the thing. Um, I, I, there has to be a distinction between the people who serve mm-hmm. in the sense of people who take orders. That's, you know, they, they basically sign their lives over to uh, the military for as long as their contract is. Mm-hmm. And the people who are telling them where to drone strike, the peop- the people who are making the plans. Mm-hmm. And that has to be the difference. And it, it is somewhat scary because with, you know, John Brennan and the stuff that he's he's come out. I know I mentioned him a lot, but it's just like that that stuff I I take seriously. Um, he was the former CIA director. You think he doesn't he w- still yeah. know people there? Oh yeah. The, it's like, come on, guys. I, people need to take this stuff seriously. Now, I is making Air Force suits for pregnant women the biggest thing in the world? I I don't know. Like time no. will kind of tell with stuff like that. Where the, the but when, you're right when when a private citizen is is essentially being harassed by. Uh, the military um, over Twitter. I get it. It's it's not necessarily real life, and it's stupid. Yes. And but there is it. It is concerning that people's attention seems to always be in the wrong place. Um, mm-hmm. We have we've been in the Middle East a majority of both of our lives, and we were there before either of us were born. In some instances, and there have been these wars, um, sometimes very popular. Even if I completely disagree with almost all of them to some degree yeah, and, it, right. and it depends on how much is actually true about how much the u.s knew about certain attacks on the country before they happen again that's not for for today uh but it's just one of those things that you you look at it all of this stuff and you're like we are considered the most powerful country in the world and you're telling me that even 20 years ago there wasn't some inkling of what had the potential for happening right and what's interesting is we go over there and i i we go over there to find bin laden Mm -hmm. don't really find him and somehow end up in iraq changing out the current leader there for things that weren't true we accomplished that allegedly finally find bin laden 10 years later give or take mama did allegedly never saw the body people seem to forget that (laughs) and then we're still there and the excuse that you get from congress people like dan crenshaw is that if we leave 9-11 will happen again yep i'm not making this this is the thing i'm not making this up it's like if you follow the path of where all of this is going and why we're still there, the you know it, it's almost as if people are afraid to to question these things. And I get it because the and why the, is that? Because you'll get a you'll get attacked. You'll be labeled you know anti-American. Anti-American. It's just like you had the Patriot Act, anti-Patriot. Yeah, you know all this stuff and and everything. And it ties back once you have the military willing across all branches of the military willing to attack a private citizen um in the public eventually that's going to spew over more and more and more and more i mean we were talking uh before the show was the same thing with uh what were we talking about about the book 
John Wayne or Jesus and John Wayne yeah. and, and everything. And it's like, you know, the, the author of that book ended up tacking, I know John Piper and Doug Wilson and et cetera for holding particular views, complementarianism. And then anyway, you have this, and it's like, I've been telling you, and I think she also attacked like the gospel coalition, some more left-leaning people as well, organizations. And my whole thing is I've been telling you, it's like, you have this spectrum, you have these people on, let's just say, uh, an embankment, mm -hmm. like, let's just say on the beach and you know, you have the far right all the way to the far left and the waves, the, the people closest to the, to the waves are those on the far right. And you know, the waves are coming and they keep, this keeps eroding the shore and eventually those on the far right fall in. And then those who are Republican and conservative fall in those who are identify as libertarian uh, conservatives, they fall in. And then you have the moderates and now the shore is closer to the moderates and, and now it comes and gets them and they fall in. And then you have people on the, who are center left. And then, and so it keeps going backwards and backwards. And eventually this uh, wokeness, this critical theory, this, undermining of our the pillars of our society will eventually take everyone who is not on that far right. left spectrum and and if and i can that's the goal with this yeah if i can make a just a slight tangent to 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 just make a point that yeah because i swear every time i talk about decentralization with most people they think i'm insane mm -hmm. uh and because it, it's always this is the this is a legitimate problem that i have whenever i talk to people about this stuff they always go to worst case uh, worst case scenarios when mm -hmm. in reality what uh, the Mises Caucus and anarcho capitalist libertarians like that anyone who kind of falls into that range and I would actually even put someone like uh, Shuan who leans more socialist libertarian mm -hmm. um, we're all kind of going like we want to like build a boat and kind of go our own ways but also still kind of be connected in a way that is useful for all of us because, you know, just because like it, it, it's one of those things that's like if a group of people want to go and have sort of like what they think would be like a, a, a socialist society, right? On a small scale, they can go and experiment with that and they can build their own boat and they can lead. And I'm just going off your metaphor of being on the ocean and the right. ocean swallowing everybody. <laughs> so everybody bear with me with this. But ever, you know, it's like the the ANCAPs kind of want to like do their own thing and they want to have like smaller communities and they want open like real, real free trade, not this, not what is currently uh, considered like the capitalist system in America, because that's not real mm -hmm. free trade. It's not open. Um, they want to kind of do their own thing. They want. And, and here's the thing that I love about uh, this group is that they also want the socialist libertarians to do their own thing. They're not trying to force anyone to get on our boat, right? Right. This is the problem that I have with both generally the Republicans and the Democrats to keep it within those groups. And that's the reason I have a, a problem with the federal government is because we're over here going like, look, we love the Constitution. Uh, we love freedom. We love this country. We just want to go over here and do our own thing. And we don't want to pay taxes that are used to go blow up brown children in other countries. We don't want, um, generally we just don't want to pay taxes, uh, because we don't want to fund these garbage programs. Right. Right. We, we would prefer to homeschool our kids. We would prefer what is ultimately anarchy, the true definition of anarchy to be without a ruler. And obviously that word gets co-opted into other things. And I'm on a tangent. I know, but it, it this is just so, this is important to me. Um, it is. 
And I think it leads perfectly well into our next topic. Did you want to get to the next topic? Or, <laughs> yeah, I'll end it there. Or, and if people have questions, if they want to talk, about, I'm always like, this is the thing is like, you're probably not going to change my mind, but I am open to talk about this stuff, you know? And, and here and the, the thing for me is that the baseline of it is that I want government interference out of my life. Well, in and the, that's the, in the same way. That, go ahead. I was gonna say in the same way, there's a lot of communities who also want that. Yeah. And here's the thing is that if California wants to do their thing and experiment how they want to, and the people vote for that, that should be fine. It's just, I think the main issue I'm more for, I don't know if I'm completely like libertarian and cap in in that abatement. I think I'm somewhere between one day (laughs) libertarian conservative versus like leaning towards ANCAP, like a mixture conglomerate of that conglomerate. And so, but one of the things I can definitely say is that the federal government severely needs their power limited. And then from there, I think each state needs their power limited. But if anyone's going to have more power over the other, I think the state should have power over the federal, more power over the federal government, right? That's the whole point of our checks and balances. And I think, you know, when you read the Federalist Papers, versus the anti-federalist papers the you know the federalists were arguing for that centralized mm-hmm. you know power from the federal government that's where you get that idea from the federal reserve and everything you know yep. that control and the in the federal sense over the anti-federalists who wanted more control from in, in the states because it's a lot easier to go to my state representative mm-hmm. you know the representative in my district so to say i can get to go to someone who is in Washington DC. Exactly. I time. can get to the governor's mansion in North Carolina. Exactly. With very little very little issue and no no barbed wire as far as I'm aware currently. Well, that capital defense is apparently not that good. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. And and listen, it's it's not a it, it's not I, I don't know. I I don't <sighs> I understand the the that a lot of people want to take that route of well what if we just like make the federal government smaller and I go how are you going to do that and the yeah. a- the answer a lot of the time is well we just need better people in congress I hear this from many 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 people and I go who and you okay say you get your your representative in uh North Dakota right mm-hmm. and you're like yes this is the exact person that we need his principles are great he uh, believes in all of these things, but he's one out of how many Congress people? He's probably a yeah. freshman. He's probably not in any influential influential circles. I, I mean, this is the this is the case I have with people like Ron, like Ron Paul, who I do think is probably one of the best politicians to ever come through. Uh, yep. To, to come through. Yeah. And so let me let me. I'm gonna stop you there, and I'm gonna say this. Uh, so I think this is where. I wouldn't say that, that we disagree because I agree with you and I disagree with you at the same time. <laughs> I agree with you on this point, but I also disagree. And so what I mean to say is that it's a long-term game, right? Like this whole thing, it's the same thing with the communists. You know, the whole thing was a long march to get to where they got here in America. And America was right. One of the things that I think China and Russia, the KJB specifically noticed was that America was ripe for political warfare. Sure. They were solid on these other fronts. Uh, there's there's multiple types of warfare, right? There's straight hot war, you know, physical bombs, men, 
women attacking each other, killing each other, cyber warfare, which we're engaged in. And then um, there's also political warfare and some others too. But, uh, and so America was right for political warfare, but it was a long process of turning over these core pillars of, um, of Western society. Let's say that like, mm. you know, Judeo Christian values, these, these classically liberal ideas and, and getting these major institutions of powers, such as, you know, entertainment, education, um, you know, so on and so forth. Right. And so, uh, I think the best way for us is you're exactly right. One person isn't going to be able to do much, but it's through that education, right? It's, it's that long March of maybe it doesn't happen in fully in our lifetime. Maybe it gets a t lot better and maybe eventually we start getting people who are representatives going in there. Cause I don't know how, if we don't do, do it that way, I don't know how we can accomplish that right now. Like other than by just uh, means of force and the citizens rising up, that's uh, like you know it's yeah, just, I, I think you, it's is a, short term or long term how do you do that you yeah, know what i mean well for me it, it, to some degree it comes down to a big enough group of people going like we don't want to play your game anymore like oh, you, i agree you know we talked about, i think if you get i'm sorry I, yeah, let me good. say something real fast i agree with you on that i think if you can get uh, people are like oh well you're going to have to get 90 you're going to have to get like 70 80% no you don't need that much no you don't like five you get 5% well, how many there's yeah. yeah like 328 million people in america you get 5% of them to Upward, that's a ton of people. What is we're, that like? Yeah, we're talking about like potential. And, and here's the thing is like that's Texas talks about this all the time. Northern California talks about this all the time. And this is what mm -hmm. I don't, this is why it's good to have like a diverse group of friends or to be willing to talk to people about uh, stuff like this because you learn a lot. Like I didn't right. know, I didn't know until about a month ago how in a way, and I, I wouldn't, it, without actually going there and talking to a lot of these people, Northern California, specific specific parts of Northern California are very anarcho-capitalist libertarian. They're very much, we want to have our own free state away mm -hmm. from, uh, specifically away from California. Um, I, you know, we, I got sent, we got sent that article on discord about how yeah. they want to like, there are parts of Oregon and Northern California that want to be a part of Idaho, I think. So it's, it's not unheard of. Right. And Brexit in particular is now obviously They've bungled everything uh, over in Great Britain um, to some degree. Like right. Brexit is insane. Nobody knows what's happening. But it is proof that a group of people in a smaller, like a smaller state, if you will. Are you good? You good? He's like yeah, someone playing music. Music. Extremely I can't loud. hear. Sorry, you don't hear it, do you? No, no, okay. no, not at all. Uh, all I'm saying is like something like Brexit. They they go you know what, we don't want to be part of the European Union anymore. Whatever their reasoning is, it's not really the point. And they mm -hmm. they kind of did it. Now, who knows where that's going to go, but they did it. No one went to war, and no one's dead that we know of. Though a lot of people yeah. think that Boris Johnson uh, was removed and he, he's someone else took his place, or that he got MK Ultra. There's all <laughs> sorts of weird stuff about that. Like, he went to the hospital with COVID, and then like came back and oh, yeah. was like a completely different person. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows but, all, but again all of that being said is it is 100% possible in our current lifetime for a group of people to go we are done with what you are trying to do we don't want any part of this anymore it is uh, immoral the way that uh, the federal government treats the military what they do with the power that they have in other parts of the world 
and we want to live our own lives and we want to live it knowing that we were not a part of those things. We don't yep. want to fight you. We have no interest in fighting you. And we're and we're done, right? But you are right. It is going to take a large group of people. I personally just don't think that it, it's done through politics or that the main reason or the main way you do it is through politics, right? Mm-hmm. You change the people. And like we talk about, politics is downstream from culture. So changing the culture, changing the people's minds changes that, right? And it's yeah, in, no, I agree. And to some and degree, I think that's what ends up happening is you get these when you do change the people through education, it changes the culture. Mm-hmm. And then you vote in people who are more represented, represents freedom, you know, our Liberty. line of, of yeah. thought process to where it's just, Leave people alone. Allow them to be able to do what they want. If these yeah. group of people want to go create a, a, a socialist, you know, county or whatnot, let them do that. Let them do you it. Know? Who but, cares? Yeah. If 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 Southern California wants to let in as many immigrants as I mean, I think they have a lane to do that in in California um, from yep. Mexico. I think there's actual way to do that. If they want to have a, a massive uh, um, immigration population or uh, migrant population come in from uh, Mexico, live in their state be a part of that. If they want to put in all of those things that um, they think will work, let them do it. And then wherever I am, I don't have to do the same thing because we don't have one person sitting over everyone, writing things down and saying, this is now what everyone has to do. 330 million people, give or take. And you're telling me that this small group of people or the people that get to tell me uh, how everything works and how much safety I'm allowed to have. And, getting into the next thing, whether I'm allowed to travel, right? Exactly. Um, or so, stay pat, stay, go out past 6 PM. Yeah. <laughs> it's crackheads, man. This is what I'm, I'm saying is it's like, I don't understand why it's so hard for people to go like, Oh yeah. People who have no clue what goes on in my life shouldn't be able to dictate how I live it. In exactly. general, people don't, people don't like it when the church does that. Why do they like it when the government does that? I think it's just that they want that protection, that security from the government, because I guess they haven't been taught how to. It is a. It's a fearful thought to think, you know, I have to protect myself. I have to, you know, secure my own premises, everything going on. That's why, you know, you know, one of the saying I heard is you have to. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. (laughs) Bella. All right. Well, while he's doing that, we're going to get into the next topic. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and share this screen. We're gonna go live. Get this ready. I'm just getting us into all the right, next topic. Um, all right. So we're gonna talk about travel a little bit. This is uh, this. I feel like this episode is mostly about the UK. <laughs> Because this story ganging you, up on them today. Yeah, I know. This is another story out of the UK. Uh, I'm just gonna play this, uh, and then and then we'll talk about it. And I've I've got a few more clips that go along with this, but we'll talk some, and then I'll I'll play some of the other clips. All right. Now, for Monday, people traveling internationally from England will need to complete and carry a declaration to travel form or risk a penalty. The Department for Transport has said that travelers could be fined £200 if they turn up at an airport without the new form, which must say why they're permitted to travel. Well, let's speak to Sky's Ivor Bennett, who's in the newsroom. So why is this penalty being introduced now, Ivor? 
Yeah, that's a good question, and I think one that many people will be asking now, given that it's a full 40 days since the measure was first introduced by the Home Secretary, Priti Patel, and a full two months since uh, international travel uh, without a permitted reason was made illegal in England uh, with the introduction of the third national lockdown, of course. So the timing is certainly uh, curious uh, and a case of better late than never, I think, for some. Uh, the government says it's to stamp out illegal travel. As I say, international travel is only allowed for certain... Uh, reasons from England, things like work, volunteering, education, uh, funerals, medical grounds. Uh, and it means that from Monday, anyone uh, travelling from England will need to be in possession of one of these forms stating the reason for their trips. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty comprehensive form, three pages long, downloadable from the government's website. Uh, and if you don't have one, uh, then you could be fined £200 and asked to return. Now, uh, I think it probably will be dispensed with once uh, foreign holidays are allowed again, uh, which we know, or which we've been told is uh, no earlier than May 17th. But I think it is worth just uh, recalling uh, at this point Matt Hancock, the Health Secretary's comments uh, back in January in uh, reference at the time to vaccine passports, but still uh, of note uh, in this case when he said, uh, we're not a papers-carrying country. Uh, well. It seems with this news we are uh, increasingly so, actually. And just a note on foreign holidays, we've heard this morning from Cyprus that uh, they will be welcoming vaccinated Brits into their country from the beginning of May, which is more than two weeks earlier than uh, would be allowed under the government restrictions. But from the point of view of the Cypriot government, anyone with two jabs can enter their country uh, without any restrictions, no quarantine, uh, no negative tests. And with other countries uh, suggesting that they are keen to head in that direction too, Greece, Portugal we've heard of today as well, then it looks like if you are going to go on holiday this, this summer, then there may well be quite a lot of paperwork with it. Okay, I want your initial thoughts. I saw this coming. Wasn't this a conspiracy theory not long ago? that they were uh, going to require this. So, yeah. Um, I mean, it's been talked about since mid last year, maybe yep. er, maybe earlier. Uh, it, there were at least theories and not conspiracy, th clearly not conspiracy theories. Like this has been proven to be true. Uh, there were quite a few people who were saying this is the direction it's going to head. It's going to start with, and, and you know, we talk about uh, moving the bar and um, one of the other clips that I've got it, that kind of gets brought up, but they keep moving the bar on everyone, mm -hmm. and this may be happening in in Britain, but it's coming here. Now yep. I don't know how effective it's going to be here because there are certain minorities who clearly are not as keen on taking the vaccine as other people are, um, and you if you're restricting travel for people, that might start to look biased against certain people hint hint yep. um so i don't know how effective it's going to be i'll play that clip in a little bit but i don't know and there are certain people who listen to this podcast that may or may not be taking the vaccine too <laughs> <laughs> and and this is the thing is it, this goes back to your boat analogy if you want to build yep. your boat and that's the direction you want to go in i have no intention of stopping you the exactly the the point comes in where you want to force me to get into your boat yeah that's the problem. That's I what it comes down to. In my mind, that is a form of aggression. Just saying. Yep. It um, is. So I'm trying to think through like really where to start with, uh, with this. I found uh, this initially popped up a couple of weeks ago and we just haven't had time to cover it. Um, 
this doesn't sound like a free country to me. No, it's not. And this is just, again, it's, as you point out, moving the bar to slowly and surely get your freedoms away. Don't you want to travel? Don't you want to protect grandma? Don't you want to, you know, it's using these, don't you love your neighbor? Aren't oh, you a Christian? God. Yeah. You know, it's using these things subtly to then force you to get something to where it should be your choice to whether you want to or not. Right. Mm -hmm. Especially with when it hasn't been approved by the FDA yet, nope. it, it's an emergency approved, but has actually been approved either one of the vaccines. And what was the other thing? I forget. That's all I could think of right now is that it hasn't been approved by the FDA. Oh, and, uh, not all the people who are in the not all senior citizens who are most affected by COVID have gotten the vaccine. Yeah. And so, also, you know, we're not getting any, we're not getting any reports from mainstream media about if there are potential downsides to it. It's like, you're telling me that something and I, man, I'm telling you, I, I I've heard it all. Like I have absolutely heard it all from people defending this stuff. They're like, well, they've actually been working on this for like 20 years and it's a, uh, you know, it's a da, da 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 and I'm like, okay, so they've been, you're telling me they've been working on a vaccine for 20 years for a strain of COVID that popped up a year ago. That's what, what that I, you? yeah, that's what I hear, right? I, I, and, and this is what I'm trying to say is it's like, there's this, and they call it the, um, uh, the appeal to authority, uh, fallacy when you're when you're talking with someone because this is what you hear a lot is that people will go well the science says right mm -hmm. or this doctor says or this person says right or Fauci says or whoever says right and it's like okay but there are other people who are saying you don't need to take this there are remedies that are health potentially healthier for you um, they cost way less and you don't have to 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 do this right and You'll recover in like two days, no big deal. Um, and then what the mainstream, what the state, if I may, may be so bold, does is they paint these people out as morons, as idiots, as anti-vaxxers, name a thing, a pejorative for people who are um, concerned or skeptical, if you will, about the way that all of this has been handled. Right. Um, and they they essentially are 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 trying to turn people against each other and they, they're scaring you into doing this because like you're right. There's this idea uh, that, oh, once you do this, your freedom to meet in groups has now been given back to you. And I'm like, what? Yep. Like, the CDC's yeah, not in charge true. of me. And it just shows you how how far we've come that they have the the boldness to say that the your freedom now to meet is given back to you. Now you can do it. Now we we've told you you can. Like we control your lives, and that's what it's about. Yeah. Again, it comes back to that control, and the government doesn't like to back give that now, back. back. And that's back. you know I think it, it's the the reason why we haven't gone the route of the UK or Europe is because of the Second Amendment because <laughs> our citizens are harmed. That's and this is the, this is the thing, and and this is some of the stuff that I hate because it's like, oh well, the airlines require it. It's like, well, the airlines have been bailed, excuse me, they've been bailed out by the government on multiple occasions. They pretty much mm -hmm. they're government run airlines. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's like this is not, man. I'm telling you, this is not the way that we should be running things at all. It's not a free market. No. 
And so now, and uh, you know what? Let me can I let me play this next clip yeah, to kind of ahead, to, to add to uh, some of what what we're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. Back now with the new push this morning for so-called vaccine passports. Airlines saying such a program would make it easier for people to travel during the pandemic. And our transportation correspondent, Gio Benitez, is in Los Angeles, is at Los Angeles International Airport with more this morning. Good morning, Gio. Hey, Michael, good morning. Yeah, with the CDC asking Americans not to travel just yet, the big question this morning is if vaccine passports right on your phone could help restart normal life. This morning, new calls for so-called vaccine passports. U.S. Airlines asking the White House to develop federal guidance for temporary health credentials that would keep track of travelers' negative COVID tests and proof of vaccination. Instead of um, hanging on to little uh, pieces of paper um, or complicated pieces of paper, um, it's really just using your phone in, in a way that we hope will simplify things for the government and for the passengers. So what could it do? While the airlines do not want vaccines mandated for travel, they hope the digital health pass will allow people to avoid domestic and international quarantine requirements. Uh, I know the state of Hawaii is considering just that. Um, If you're able to show you have Uh, the test and the vaccine, they're going to eliminate the quarantine. The popular app Clear, which allows users to skip long lines at airports and event venues, announcing it'll soon start using its app to store vaccination records. The concept is a global one. The European Union considering these passes for people to move safely across the EU or abroad, China launching its own version Monday and Israel already using vaccine passes, giving those vaccinated access to hotels, gyms, music venues, and even cruises. Royal Caribbean restarting vaccine-only cruises from Israel in May. Now, the CDC says that even those vaccinated should avoid travel right now, but many experts believe that that guidance is gonna be changing sometime soon as more people get those vaccinations. Guys, back to you. All right. Thank you, Gio. Rules seem to keep evolving. Thank you so much. <laughs> My favorite part of that. I can't remember that guy's name. The He used to be a uh, NFL player. Michael yeah. Michael Strahan. He's like, <laughs> he goes, uh, uh, yeah, it seems like things keep changing, don't they? <laughs> um, yep. uh, let me point out a couple things before I get your your thoughts on all of that. Okay. Did you notice how they say uh, so-called uh, vaccination passport or vax passport all the time? Like they're trying to de- de- degrade that. And they also mentioned at one point in there, they're like, the airlines don't actually want this. But wh- then why are they doing it? I don't, it, it doesn't make any sense. Right. That's you. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, first off, I thought it was funny just seeing him do the interview with the mask on. I was yeah. just like, <laughs> roar, roar. You just, yeah. Oh, South Park episode, but uh, <laughs> man, it's just if it's not one thing, it's another. I mean, mm-hmm. it's another way for them to track you and to know what's going on, how much data, how much of your willing to sell. Yeah. And give. that's what it comes down to. How much do you value yourself and do you value others? 
you know also, and do you want and we've already seen how terrible you know uh big tech what they've done with our data and obviously uh-huh. what the government has done with our data and do you just want to continue giving more of that way do you want to give it to these you know companies behind the apps to allow them to to track you know different vaccines and different information about yourself you know and everything and 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 should the government have the right to tell you if you can or can't travel exactly no i mean yeah, that's I, really what it comes uh, down to i don't know the the answer what, as far that? as uh international is concerned but like this stuff is this stuff is crazy like hawaii's like you have to have proof that you've been vaccinated and you still have to take a test so what's the why why that's, that's that's my point is and that's what that's what i'm confused on first off it's it's when during the beginning of the pandemic it's wear a mask it will slow the spread yep. wearing a mask didn't slow the spread a lot of people were wearing masks uh yeah they're like not enough people are wearing masks i promise you dude it's gotten to the point where people don't wait until they get to the store anymore they're walking in and all the way out of the store wearing it i'm it is it's a it's a mix of things as far as i can tell it's a comfort blanket for some people they just Mm -hmm. put they put it on because they think it's making some sort of difference to a lot of other people it's just either a virtue signal or it's something they do and this is the third one is generally whenever i have to go somewhere to do it i generally just do it so people leave me alone so That's I don't I don't thing. get in into some insane confrontation in a bed bath and beyond uh <laughs> uh with oh, a yeah, bunch of the like stand. yeah with like uh, the uh, you know it's like that video was out there it's a lady like cold cocks another woman because she refuses to put the mask on Yeah exactly and it's like I'm not sitting I'm not going to get into a fight with a mask with somebody who isn't in the leadership position to control that they're just yeah. doing what they're told they're working Dude. a job and everything that's just for if, me it's if they tried it though if they tried it though, I would finish it. It would be one of those things. that's like I don't care what happens. Like if you the, legitimately, if I walked in somewhere and someone was like, "Put a mask on," I was like, "No, you can't force me to do that." And they 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 tried something like that, like they those women did with that other woman. Man, it would be a different. It'd be a totally different situation. It's like I'm not the biggest guy, but it's like mm. you know what you can do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have training and things. Well, oh, man. Anyway, sorry. It's one of those things for me. It's. You know, if it if a business requires it, I'm going to respect that business, right? They have a right to do that. I mean, sure, I agree we with talked it. about that. And then I'm going to maybe find another business that doesn't, and mm-hmm. maybe go to that one. Um, there are places in Texas. I, I've I heard this on No Agenda, I think, where uh, one of the the people uh, wrote into them and said that she was calling around to places in Texas asking if the mask was required, and only going to the places where they said no, it's not a requirement. Yeah. And it really does affect. I mean, I know here businesses that still require a mask because their corporate leadership makes them, sure. even though we're not requiring it. Uh, and it loses them business and stuff like that yep. because people don't want to do that because, it, you know, it anyway. So yeah. <laughs> going back to the original point is that, you know, first it was, you know, wear a mask to slow the spread. That didn't happen. It was locked down. The is also locked down. Do these restrictions to slow the spread for 15 days, I think was the target. And then it moved the lockdowns and, and everything continued. It was to slow the spread so the hospital systems wouldn't be overwhelmed. Well, then um, the goalposts just kept getting moved, kept getting moving. Now we're here and it's okay. Well, maybe we can get out a vaccine. Then you won't have to wear a mask. Life can get back to normal. Well, then they roll out the vaccine. It's like, no, you're still going to have to uh, wear a mask. You're still going to have to social distance. You're not going to be able to do that. 
do this. And then it was, Variance. you have to wear two masks and now it's the vaccine passport and everything. Yep. But if the vaccine and, works, then why do you need to wear masks? Why do you need to wear, you know, if it's effective, you know. And if it's not effective, why would I waste time going to get it when I, in particular, am in the 99% category of survivability? And exactly. maybe more than that because I'm healthy uh, and I take zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D every day. Every yeah. day. More than is required, actually. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Is like, it just, it, it, none of it makes sense. And you're right. They keep moving the bar and people mm-hmm. act as if one day, oh, because you even heard it in that, that last clip. They're like, oh, if we just start doing this, it'll get us back to some sort of normalcy. It will get us back right. to where we used to be. And I'm like, are you sure? Because I don't believe you. We went from no mask, no, it's not required, to one mask, to two masks, wait for the vaccine, got the vaccine. No, you still have to wear a mask and social distance with the vaccine. Now, if you want to go to certain places, well, Hawaii, right? You right. have to have the vaccine and you have to still get a test probably still have to wear a mask and social distance in certain places. What is this? This is not, this isn't a plan. And the whole, like, I, I think the whole reason, like we talk about this stuff, it's not necessarily to get, to make you guys like come to our side of the argument or whatever. It's just show that they don't know what they're doing. And if they have yep. a plan, it's to take things like take freedoms away from you and never give them back. You are not getting them back. The, Patriot Act, I'll go back to this every single time. The Patriot Act was supposed to be for the freedoms in this country. We're not really in a, in a quote-unquote war on terror anymore, and yet that thing still exists, and they're talking about a 2.0. Yep. The government's not going to give you... A supposed to be temporary. Yeah. Social Security, you're supposed to be temporary. We'll, we'll start that. Yeah. Start from right there. And, you know, Patriot Act was supposed to be temporary. Everything with COVID is supposed to be temporary, but it keeps getting pushed further and further and further down the line. Yep. And I think people are waking up, so I don't know how effective they are going to be with um, with continuing this. And I wonder how much this is going to hurt Biden and the Democrats. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but that's the thing is like it just it depends on how like, man, I'm telling you, some people uh, and it's just if, not if me. Governor Newsom- if Governor Newsom gets recalled, that's going to be very telling. Yeah, I mean, he already is going to get recalled, but I'm just saying if he loses the re the reelection, the recall election, yep. then that's going to be very telling. Yep. Uh, and it it just man, it's it's like we were saying, it's like just changing the culture and getting people to realize it's like, look, if you like we said, if you want to leave your house and wear a mask in your car by yourself into every place that you go, if you want to do it while you work out, if you whatever the case may be, more power to you. Mm-hmm. But the minute you start forcing that on other people is where you've lost me. The minute you start mm-hmm. saying that, well, would you be okay with the government uh, infringing on you in this situation if it was for your own safety or your own health? The answer for me personally, and I won't speak for jo- Joseph, for me, it will always be no. You can speak for me because this mine's the same answer. Because yeah, it comes down to me, is, what it comes down to me is this. This is what I've been thinking. When... Biden said, you know, maybe by New Year's or I'm sorry, New Year's by the 4th, 4th of July, July, you'll be able to gather yeah. with your family. It's OK. Are our right self-evident as in that you can see them clearly or are they not? Mm-hmm. They're either from God and self-evident or they're not. You can't have it both ways. Yep. And right now, I believe they're operating from the position that they're not, that you only have the rights granted to you by the government. Yes. And that's, you know, that's that, the problem. Again, it goes back to. Yeah decentralization decentralizing that power mm-hmm. 
And obviously, they don't. I mean, maybe we'll save it for next week since we're almost at two hours. Yeah, we're right at about yeah. two hours. Um, you know, but this this has never been about your health and safety because the report came out about uh, from the CDC where it said that 78% of people who contracted COVID who went to the hospital were obese. And here's mm-hmm. the thing. I, I, and again, we'll get into this next week. I think it's important that we talk about this. Uh, if your health was important to the government, they would actually tell you that being specifically morbidly obese, because I understand that the BMI is all out of whack, especially if, like, I'm 5'6", um, relatively muscular, um, and it would say that I was obese on that scale. Yep. But I haven't caught it. I've been I've 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 done jujitsu since all of this happened. I've been out. I don't wear my mask everywhere. I've never gotten it. Never gotten mm-hmm. it. Not that I'm aware of, right? And it was oh asymptomatic. It's like, but if I'm healthy and I know that I'm healthy, why why am I going to worry about it? Oh, exactly. you you might spread it if you're it, asymptomatic. It's like, man, if 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 that's the case, we might as well all get into our homes and never leave. Exactly. Give us give us all. And the fact of the matter is, jobs. you. I think suicide rates are are higher than yeah. COVID. Yeah, you're um, right. You have a uh, higher likelihood or more deaths happening from uh, car accidents than COVID. And so it's really, if you really want to get down to it and you want to love your neighbor, okay, well, let's stop. Um, stop driving, driving like vehicles. a maniac. Yep. No, oh. just stop driving in general. Yeah, you're cause right. Because you never you know. know. You, you could know. you could leave your house. Something happens. You get distracted, smash another car, and you kill someone. Yep. It can exactly. happen for whatever reason, but you you're distracted risk- by a bird or whatnot yeah. or Joe Biden. He's in the car <laughs> trying to sniff your hair, but <laughs> like people are okay with those risks, right? This is, I, th- I can't remember if I mentioned this to you or, or, uh, I was talking to people I work with at one point people for fun jumped out of planes. They jumped out of airplanes and used a cloth to float safely to the ground. Right. Mm-hmm. And now, and I guarantee a lot of the people who have gone skydiving before are the same people who are terrified to leave their home or walk around other people without a mask on because they think they're going to get this thing and die. Yep. But jumping out of a plane from thousands of feet in the air, using a backpack with a piece of cloth that comes out of it, that was safe enough for you? The risk was okay there. The risk isn't isn't okay now to say these other things, right? And I understand. I'm telling you, the argument is always, "Well, you're putting other people's lives at risk." It's like, well, then stay mm-hmm. away from me. Like, I'm not going to visit my gr- like. Well, my grandparents are dead, but I'm not going to visit anyone in my family that's elderly if I'm sick in general. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, this isn't the only thing that can kill them. Yep. I, it's just not. A, it's man, I'm telling you, the argument. So, I mean, it's. It's hard to just, you, I think it comes back to this. When someone's steep into something, how far can you pull them out? Are they willing to be reasonable? And right. so I think that's the the issue is that it becomes an attachment. It's like, listen, I'm just trying to get on the, in on the data here. Like not mm-hmm. just feelings. Feelings are important. I'm not dismissing you for your feelings. But are you willing to look at the data and let's form, let's both form our conclusions based off of the objective facts. Yeah. And so... And again, it comes back to, I don't need the government trying to protect me in regards to telling me with, with a virus, I can protect Mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. And I I saw a meme and I thought it was pretty funny that, uh, 
they tell us to wear cloth masks, yet actual people who study viruses in labs wear you know, the full-on <laughs> hazmat suit. <Yeah. laughs> my, my favorite, and I guess we'll end it here. Uh, my favorite is the tweet Michael Malice put out where he's like, he essentially was equating the cloth mask to a condom with two holes in it. And it says, I'm afraid that getting pregnant will kill me, but I wear a condom with two holes in the side of it. Exactly. I, and it's just, I'm telling you, and those be- come- like with beards and stuff that those masks don't do jack, dude. Well, Fauci said in the beginning, he's like, when he encouraged everyone not to wear a mask, like you don't need to is be, he's, he talked about the other factors that you don't think of fiddling with your mask, with your hands that compromises it. And just all other sorts of things yeah. he, he mentioned. And so, I mean, I think that's, you know, not to mention, you know, what kind of mask are we talking about? Even the N95 mask, you know, the holes, you know, for it are still allow the COVID particles to, particles to get in. And so I think the only thing that, you know, maybe cloth mask or, you know, even the N95 masks are preventing is um, congealed, you know, snot, saliva, you know, from coming out when you sure. sneeze, or, sneeze or whatnot. But even then, it's not like when I sneeze and I'm out in public, I'm going oh, like, <laughs> all over people. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't sneeze in your face. No, I'm, I'm up anyway. It's yep. not. I guess most normal people, man. So I, this is just what it comes. It's just go ahead. Sorry, it's, it's just what it comes down to is like, do you and leave me alone? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't understand why. Like, I really do not understand why people feel such a need to be involved in every aspect of every person's life, making sure that we're all doing the exact same thing. Making That's sure it. everybody's being obedient and doing the same thing instead yeah. of just walking up. Oh, why don't you? wear your mask if you don't want to wear your mask oh i just don't agree with it or whatnot i just there's this this and this and all okay cool let's talk about and just okay we're both just going to agree to disagree and move on so everybody throw a freaking hissy fit oh i know and this is what i'm saying is because you're right it's like there's such a wide range of it, it goes from people don't care do whatever you want to if you don't have a mask on i'm gonna throw a punch yep i think that's a Great way to end it. David Agreed. says that if you don't have a mask on, he's going to punch you in the face. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not what I said. Um, <laughs> all right, um, man. Well, do you want to uh, tell everybody the ways that they can help support the podcast? Yes, the best way you can help support our, our podcast is sharing our podcast with people, sharing the clips on YouTube with people, liking, subscribing, going to the mountaintops, telling everyone about the underground that is the best way you can support us and then you know feel free to comment give us your thoughts tell us what you agree disagree with we're always willing to talk about it you can see in our last clip that we post on youtube canadian cages we're willing to to dialogue with people so we love it it encourages us and excites us <laughs> do so, us yeah. do us a favor though and don't write war and peace uh <laughs> you know we both have full listen we both have full-time jobs uh, and we we want to talk, we want to dialogue. We have a Discord if you want to get into it with people from yes. all across the spectrum. But please, 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 short and to the point, because that that just help that just helps us. Uh, yep, it does. I, I can't answer your thirty points that you had an hour to write up <laughs> without spending that much time too. All right, so yeah, just. Pick out your most important point and let's just go. Let's dialogue. Point, start somewhere. Point. Yeah. Start yeah. somewhere, but don't exactly. don't dissect the entire thing in a comment, please. Hey, and if you do, if if you want to become part of a community we're kind of trying to create on Discord, just let me or David know 
and we'll send you an invite, mm -hmm. let you know how you can get the, set up. The links are on YouTube. I'll start, I'll make sure I start po posting the, uh, the link in the show notes, an invite link in the show notes every week as well. Okay. So, so yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for putting up with us and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you next week. We'll make you mad next week too. Bye. Bye.